Hello, everyone. It's Craig Wessels from A Yank on the Footy coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio. I'm glad that you're listening. In this episode, we're going to dive into the tips for round 19, but I'm going to do things a little bit differently tonight. Uh, I am thrilled to actually be joined by my longtime friend of the podcast and actually the first person I ever interviewed on the podcast, Mr. Chris Hickey. Chris is going to come on tonight and we're going to talk through the tips for this round. And, uh, you know, I'm glad he's here. Love to get his insight. You know, I kind of rushed that didn't really rush, but I had another episode that I was doing right afterwards, my uh, live episode that I did on Tuesday morning. So I wasn't able to get Chris on when he wanted to get on. So I thought this would be a great alternative here. Now, the one thing I thought that Chris and I should do differently tonight, and I didn't tell him this before he came on, is that I've decided that we're not actually going to tip who's going to win the games this week. We're going to we're going to go ahead and tip where the games are going to be played. Because I don't know if we really know where the hell the games are even going to be getting played this weekend. I think they're going to be in uh, in Victoria, but uh, beyond that, who the hell knows? So, Chris, thanks for coming on tonight, man. Yeah, no worries, no worries, Craig. Good to be here. Yeah, this is this is going to be some fun here because this is something that somebody had suggested I do as well. Anyway, is bring somebody on to do the tips each week, and it's just it's it's just something I hadn't started doing, and I thought you know. This would be a great opportunity to do that. So uh, I, I, I love the idea of having you on here and get your thoughts on the game. So we're going to go through the nine games this round and uh, and see what you think and see what I think. And we'll see if we're uh, if we're in agreement or not. And um, doesn't mean either one of us is right or wrong here because, you know, I've got I've got a at least one upset on my list here tonight. So let's go ahead and uh, jump into the. The first game of the weekend, which I believe is going to be Port Adelaide and Collingwood. And, you know, you know, Port, yeah, they uh they got kicked out of South Australia. You know, they left the lockdown and headed to a lockdown. And somebody's gonna have to explain that one to me because I guess I'm not quite sure how that works, but uh maybe South Australia's lockdown was more severe than Victoria's. I'm not sure. Um but you know they got back, they got you know Port got back on track this week knocking off the Saints. You know it was kind of a a win that they had to have because they'd been scuffling. And the Magpies, you know, the week before they 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 came back and beat Richmond. But this this past week they kind of fell apart in the uh, later part of the game against the Blues. At this point in time, would you say that you know the Magpies are kind of playing for pride? They're playing for twenty twenty two right now. They're playing for jobs. Um. What do you think on that? Yeah, I think um, Port probably got more to lose by, like, more to gain to, to win, uh, trying to get a top four. So they've been a bit patchy up and down. They haven't played. But it's interesting where that game is played, by the way, too. I think it makes a big difference. I think Collingwood are probably under Harvey, which has shown a little bit. Um, I'd probably I'd probably lean towards Port. Only because they got more to uh, to lose by not, you know, they got to go after top four. So that's you'd think that would push them. That's that's how I look at it. Right, but, right. Collingwood, there, you know, have shown a little bit with uh, Har- Harvey under Harvey too. So it could be it could be a pretty even match, sort of up to half time, or who gets that break, two or three goals, um, or who starts well. And it's going to be a battle of the midfields, obviously. And then how the forward structure is probably how it works out either way. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was tipping Port Adelaide on this one too. I've got them, I've got them winning this one by about two and a half goals this week. I think, you know, because they're just, uh, I think they're, you know, they're a better side. And as you said, they've they're they're playing for something. They're they're trying to hang on, 
to that spot yeah. in the top four because they're trying to keep, you know, they're trying to keep Brisbane and Sydney off their heels right now because both of them are right behind them. And, you know, you know, while Brisbane has, I believe, the same number of points, I think I just the, the difference, yeah, the difference yeah, is, I believe, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, no, it's 48 and 44 points. So it's 12, 12 and 5 and 11 and 6. But, you know, Sydney is, you know, is right there as well at, you know, yeah. one, you know, one yeah, game behind them. Yeah. So. That's right. And, yeah. And playing pretty, pretty reasonable football at the same yes, time. Yes. Yes. So. Yep. Yep, so I think we're both in agreement on Port Adelaide winning that one then. Okay. Now, the next game this weekend, and, and this is one that, you know, in the in the real world it should matter, but in reality it doesn't really matter. And that and I hate to say that, but again, again, this is these are two teams that are playing for you know, some of these players are playing for their footy careers to see whether or not they're gonna have a job in the game next year. You've got Carlton and you've got North Melbourne playing one another. And yeah, you know, the Blues they you know they they got a win last week for the first time in a while and they did it without Patrick Cripps. He set that game out, and uh, you know we're starting to see Sam Walsh become the superstar that I think he's going to become. He's going to become the next, I think the next great uh, midfielder there for them pretty soon, if he's not there yeah, already. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and, and North is showing a bit at the same time. Watched a little bit of them. Where you've got those two older blokes uh, that, that make a big difference to that side mm-hmm. uh, in the center. They, they're, they're very important. Those players, as gold is in the in the ruck, so they, they, they surprise you a bit. North the footy they're playing, well, not surprise you, but they're they're because they're playing a lot better football. And Carlton have been up and down, sort of like they play their two quarters, but they got a couple of wins recently, so they probably wouldn't be a lot between those two sides, it could be a toss of a coin really when you're looking at it, which way it could go. I probably could lean towards North, but it could easily go the other way, Carlton, if they get a little bit of confidence and get that ball out of the centre, probably about all the midfields again and how, how the forwards are working. Right, right, side. yeah. Yeah, I, I I, had tipped Carlton in this one because I just, yeah, I thought it's uh, – yeah, I, I, Carlton is a talented side. They just have – they just keep yeah. finding ways to, to to screw things up, and, and as you said, North is probably leading the uh, leading the comp this year in moral victories. You know, they they've played hard. It was like Adelaide last year. Yeah, they won the wooden spoon, but they, it was a club that nobody really wanted to play because they played hard for uh, Matthew yeah. Nix. And I think you know that the, the, the Roos are doing the same thing with uh, with David Noble this year, and it's uh, I think that's going to pay yeah. off for them in spades next year. I think next year if they stay healthy, this could be a club. They may not they may not play finals next year. But I think they could uh, probably jump six or seven spots on the ladder next year and get close to being, you know, you know. Yeah, you within... would think so. Yeah, there's definitely positive signs with them, and, and under their coach Noble, they've um, they've definitely improved. They've been sign that doesn't it's keep niggling away at you, and if you sort of you just ease away and think you've got it, I think I think they can keep they can them surprise. I think Geelong, if Geelong play them. I'm not sure we play him at the end there or not. I'm looking at it. Um, Geelong still plays the, the Ruse one more time yet this year, yes. That, that, that can be a side that you don't want to take uh, for granted because they, mm-hmm. they can surprise you. Yep. But particularly yep, right. sides, probably Carlton and North, um, that, um, that they play, you know, they're, they've been up and down and they're, they're where they are, sit on the ladder, and it's probably a good, it's probably a good game for both sides to, to fill, fill each other out where they're at the season and, what they can get out of it. 
Yep. Yeah, I think so. And it's it's going to be it's going to be you know uh, it's going to be a close game. I I, I tipped the the Blues to win that one by eight points. Yeah, because I think it's going to be a very close game. And as you said, it could go either way. I will. This is a game I will not be shocked if the Ruse win this one. I won't be shocked at all if they win this one. Yeah. I'd probably lean towards North, but it could be a flip of the coin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually, the paper I have here, where I wrote the games down. I initially went with North Melbourne and yeah. I, I, I switched over cause I thought, you know, Patrick Cripps is going to be back. Um, I just, I went ahead and just made that, that switch over there. I wasn't sure if, uh, I wasn't sure if Ben Cunnington was going to be back with the ruse or not Cunnington. because yeah. he, yeah. you know, he didn't, he didn't leave to go play the game last week. He stayed in Victoria, so I don't know if that exempts him from playing this week or not. Um, no. you know, if, if he plays, then I think that definitely helps the Ruse for sure. Definitely, so, definitely. moving on to the Gold Coast Suns and the Brisbane Lions. The Battle of Queensland being yeah, played well, I, I think, elsewhere. I think this one is pretty easily not too hard to jingle and nail it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in their last clashes, not, not not just getting away from where they sit on the ladder and the obvious, which is the obvious. The battles have been really miles apart between mm-hmm. the Brisbane Lions and the last. There hasn't been a contest. So if you look at the coach of uh, the, the Suns, you'll be wanting them to, to make a contest, and it's a little battle between the two state sides. So you'd want that at least to, to make right, it look right, as though right, the richest. Right. They're, they're, the last two matches have been blowouts. And... Well, and if you were here, him coaching, you'd say, "Come on, boys, let's show something. Let's." It, sh- it should be a real close, like you know, bit of you know, a bit like the other clashes are with the Western Australian sides and the Adelaide sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'd be wanting them to show something, but I think clearly, I think I don't think it's a, it's a mind brain. I think we know Brisbane well, got what they got to lose out of it, and they want to get back and they want to keep pushing towards that top four, don't they? So. Since yeah. we're doing since we're doing this one so early, this is where I'm going to disagree with you this round. I told you I had one big upset okay. this week. Okay. This okay. is this yeah. is this is the upset that I'm calling right here. I am right. I am right. tipping Gold Coast in this game because you know Brisbane they're without uh, uh, young Mister Adams. I'm forgetting his first name and the uh, the my my the defender. I can't, the tall in the back. I can't think of his name right now. His first oh, yeah, name. Um, and you know. They're without uh, Andrews, I Andrews, Andrews. No, uh, Andrews. his last name is Adams. Oh, Adams. Adams. Yeah, Adams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, they're they're without Eric Hipwood, and right. L- Lockie Neal left training. The Lockie Neal left training today with some sort of a shoulder issue. Yeah, I think, so, I think he's right. A bit of a yeah. scare, but anyway. But you know, know it's I my my thinking is you know you looked at the last game. You know, yeah. maybe Brisbane figures this. If Brisbane figures this out, I think maybe they could end up winning it. They they will probably end up winning yeah. it. But this is my yeah. hunch right here. They had fifty three inside fifties last week. Fifty three yeah. inside fifties. Joe Danaher touched the ball three times inside the arc mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, it's pretty ordinary. It's very ordinary. Yeah. yeah. If if Hipwood is not there, yeah. they have yeah. got to figure out how to get the ball in Joe Danaher's hands. Right. And if they, they don't find other ways, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're going to find other ways, and, and they've been yeah. so reliant on it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I I just like I said, I just have a hunch here. I think you know, Tuke Miller is playing out of his mind right now. I think Matt Rowell is going to have his best game. I'm just predicting it here. He's going to have his best game since coming back off of injury. I've got Gold yeah, Coast winning this one by nine. You know, that's that's a fair that's a fair tip. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting so I, match actually. What? Yeah. I 
I'm doing that and in some ways, you know, it's because I think it's going to happen. But then also I'm in an online tipping competition with some other podcasters and such. And I'm trying to okay. I'm in like oh, sixth oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in like sixth place. Yeah. So, I, you know, these tips are the ones that oh, I'll oh, use yeah. in that in that contest as well. I hope the sons do for for themselves give a good account of themselves because the last country tournament been an contest and I think it's good to see them sort of now we need them to be like competitive yeah. at least. Well, well, and that's why I said that's why I said a couple of weeks ago when they beat Richmond, I, I, I said it. I said it during one of the episodes. I said that to me, that was the most important victory for a club in the entire AFL this year was Gold Coast beating Richmond. That that was something that needed to happen for to me for the benefit of the entire league. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. You know, so I just I really think that had you know and and you know I'm, this is not professional wrestling where they decide the outcome ahead of time. So Richmond didn't say simply say, okay, well let's go ahead and roll over and we're gonna let you beat us oh, this time. No. Gold Coast oh, went ahead right. they went ahead and did that. So I thought that was a really important win right there. So Let's go ahead and move on to West Coast and St. Kilda. The Eagles and the Saints. And uh, you talk about a game that's a must-win for both teams. This is, this is, this is absolutely a must-win. I mean, there's a lot of must-wins since we're in round 19 already, but this is really a must-win for both of these clubs. You know, it's going uh, to be an interesting matchup. You know, the, uh, the Eagles, you know, they, they dropped three games in a row. They won last week. Um, the Saints, you know, they dropped their, you know, they dropped their first game in four. They'd won three in a row. Now I did yeah. see that uh, Rowan Marshall's going to miss the game because he's on the COVID watch list or whatever, so he's quarantined. Big loss. Um, big loss. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, you know, the the two older rucks battling with me, Nick Nat and Patty Ryder, running, you know, going up against one another here, you know, in another clash. You know, you know it's. Yep. I think this game is still being played at Optus. I think this is going to be, uh, you know, the Saints fly to uh, fly to Perth, play the game, and turn around and fly back is what I think is going to happen as far as I know. If it's played there, I'd definitely go West Coast because if it's yeah, played there. Yeah, I, because yeah. Because they love that ground. They know that ground. Right, right. They seem to play a lot better on that ground too. Yeah, I tipped I tip the Eagles. I tipped the Eagles in this one by 12 points by a couple of goals. But, you know, I, I think it, it's going to – you know, this. Yeah, it's going to be a competitive game because, you know, St. Kilda, St. Kilda moves the ball really well. Um, they finally figured out how to do that this year because they'd, they'd struggled quite a bit doing that. So I think it's uh, it's going to be close, but I think that the Eagles are going to win this one by a couple of goals as well. And, you know, yeah. Well, you know, and, and St. Kilda had so many injuries to start of the year. You know, Patty Ryder, you know, stepped away from the club right before the season started. So he had to, you know, he had to kind of play himself back into you know, into playing shape. Uh, you know, they had a lot of people out this year. So now um, perhaps the, the most important game of the weekend. Next. Okay. Adelaide and Hawthorne. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... I, I talked to a lot of people who are Crow supporters, you know, and I, and I, and, you know, we're both cat supporters. I, I don't have that animosity towards the, uh, towards the Hawks. Like a lot of cat supporters do. Um, I, I think I just lost you off of here, I didn't I? Just, oh, you're still there. Okay. Yeah. So the Crows got a vacuum, you know, the Crows, I think they flew out on the same play that the power did. Um, you know, so this is another home game that they're losing as well. Cause they were both supposed to play at home this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. 
They were both supposed yeah. to be the Adelaide Oval this weekend. And, you know, so how much is that going to impact them? But then if you if you look at what's going on in the news right now, and, and I've talked about this with other people during the, the podcast, you know, and right. I – and I, where I said I'm not, I'm not surprised. I won't be surprised if, if Clarko is not back as the Hawks' coach next year. You know, they, you know, they've got him as the caretaker coach next year. I said I wouldn't be shocked I, if. I, I'm, I'm surprised there's not other clubs making a run for it now. Well, while we were doing the live episode this morning, I don't know if you saw on the message board, but you know, Orville said that the local rumor was that uh, that Gold Coast was going to make a play for him. Yeah, I, heard, I, thought, I heard that. On, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that would – is that a is that actually a – you know, I guess if it's a club that's ready to win, that, that's, that's at that point in time, that maybe he would be a good person to have there. But, you know – Well, I think I think at Hawthorne, um, Craig, his, his time – I don't really like the way he's been treated there myself because mm-hmm. I think he's given a lot to the club, a lot of service. And I think I think, I think think it's how all these crossovers turn over. They're, 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 they get uncomfortable. And they're talking about they've been doing been – Meditation sessions, all this stuff between the two coaches. Like, obviously, the the youngs to come in, the olds to go out. But, but you know, if you look at the the Malthouse, uh, Buckley, that was that was uncomfortable. There's been other ones that have been uncomfortable too. They they all seemed up messy uh, the way they they they. And you think you think they'd handle it better than that, but they don't seem to. And you'd think if you looked at Hawthorne, how strong they were, you know, a couple of years going back for their fourth and stuff like that, and you see the predicament now, like with that going on, I. I, I feel sorry for Clarks and myself, and I think the best yeah, thing yeah. would be to get out, start again, somewhere, if he's going, and that would be his ideal thing. It'd be up, back to the wall, that's his ideal spot. I don't know what he wants to make the move or what his hunger is, you know what I mean? So, right, right. Um, you know, he, you know, I don't, you know, he, he may be somebody that decides, you know what, I want to go ahead and, uh, you know, I, and I don't know if, you know, having watched his interviews, I don't think he's quite, you know, I don't think he's the engaging type of coach, you know, like a Ross Lyon who's ready to, step away or even Paul Ruse to step away from coaching and stepping into some sort of an analysis type thing. I don't think he's that nah, maybe I'm nah, wrong with this, but I haven't that. I haven't seen him as being that outgoing type of a person. No, no. No, no, that's right. I it's it's interesting what's going on with Hawthorne and, and they're obviously putting a lot of faith in young Mitchell, which hasn't mm-hmm. really had one his experience at West Coast where they won, but he was an assistant. But he hasn't he hasn't done he's the new boy on the blog. But anyway, right, that's right. that's it's interesting what was going to happen with that. So they've made the move, or the administration have, and quick, Clarko's really getting the squeeze. Well, I don't, I don't think that's very fair. But anyway, that's yeah. this is what happens in clubs. And yeah. well, do you do you think do you think that Hawthorne made that decision that way because the uh, the rumor mill was spinning that maybe Collingwood was going to be making a play for uh, for Sam Mitchell at the end of the season? Yeah, well, it, it could have been, but. But then I, I think it's to do with the administrators how they they see a young bloke coming in or who they have they either pick who they want and then then they don't really look after it's like the young the the, the, the uh, bloke for Buckley was right for him with under Maguire at the time Moniz mm-hmm. was your times out and then this is what I think that's going on with Hawthorne and it's a bit sad for the bloke that's done a lot of service and and when he got coached when he got play when he coached there he didn't he demand top dollar he 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 was people were surprised how much he was getting and though people are saying he's the best coach by by country mile so I, I just I just think he's not I, I feel a bit sorry for him and I don't really yeah. have any animosity with Hawthorne at all even though the battles to Longhead were, were like ferocious so right right um, yeah so so, I, so who are you going yeah. with in this game 
I'm going with. I'm, I I think that I think that Adelaide is you know they're 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 there together as a team. They're on the road together. They're staying in a hotel together. I think that camaraderie is going to play well for them. I, Where's I'm this not one, sh- Biden? It's somewhere in Victoria. Yeah. Um, I've heard, right. you know, I've heard Metricon, I've heard MCG, I've heard, you know, possibly down at Cardinia Park because, you know, the cats are not allowed to play there, evidently. Uh, Rich, Richmond, I guess, I think that Richmond must have one of those, uh, those, like, po- <laughs> those, um, you, you know, one of those, an- those ankle monitors that, like, the criminals wear that they're on, like, home, home arrest. Maybe they have one of those, those ankle monitors where they're not allowed to travel. You know, to the southeast or the southwest of Melbourne to they head started, on the highway towards Geelong. Supposed, yeah, they're starting to something about Geelong don't have enough signage of where it's played at the MCG to to um. That this this is the. Do you mean like advertising signs? Yeah, it's this one. This is what this fairly coming from the AFL, which uh, you want to hear the the Geelong supporters there and what they would think of that. So this this is this is no this is what they're actually saying. It's it's fair income. Anyway, wow, that, that is, that's crazy. So, so who are you going with? I'm going with Adelaide. Uh, who are you going with? Well, I'm going to go Hawthorne because of all the rubbish going on at Hawthorne. I, I wouldn't okay. be surprised just fire up and get something out of them. But I think Sounds you would good. probably, I think you would tip Adelaide if you're looking at the two sides. But I'm going the other way just because of what's going on with Hawthorne and Clarko, just just the way he is as a coach. Uh, all right. Let's, let's not be surprised if something happens the other way. Okay. Now. This is here. Here is the here is the game of the round. Okay, yeah. This is this is what's funny. We have the we have the two clubs that played in the grand final facing off this weekend, but they're not playing in the game of the round. This is the game of the round. This is Melbourne and the okay. Western Bulldogs. Mm. Numbers yeah, one and be- two on the ladder. Now, yeah. you know the the you know, the the D's. They, they're two wins, two losses, and a draw over the last five games. The Bulldogs have won three out of four. Um, it's a flick of the coin, really. The two, the, the two sides come up against each other. Really, I'll go Western Bulldogs, but I wouldn't be surprised if Melbourne. I, I don't think it's going to be much between the two sides. Yeah, it's a flick of the coin, but I'll, I'll right. go Western. When I say Western Bulldogs, I say what didn't you say, Melbourne? So, look, it could be a draw, but I don't think it'll be a draw. But that's that's <laughs> well, how close. That's how close I think it looks. Yeah, I've got. Paper. I've got but, I've got the Bulldogs winning this one by nine points. I you know they should be getting Stephen Martin back this week. Uh, they should be getting uh, Libertori back this week as well on their side. Um, he's another fellow. Cinnamon's been missing. What's his name? One from Collingwood. He must be due. Trelore. Uh, Trelore's got a foot Trelore. injury. Yeah. yeah, he's not. He's not yeah. supposed to be back. I believe for about another month yet. Oh, uh, yeah, he's got. Uh, let me scroll down here to my injury list. Yeah. Oh, he's got another two two to four weeks that he's going to be out. So he may be back before. Before the home and away season is done, but uh, it's yeah, going to be real close like, on that. That Blake Eugle, he, he's not yeah. that far from where I come from. Uh, okay, a, a, a community where I, I was born, I brought up. So it's very interesting watching him. So I'm, I naturally tune in to just to see how he goes. Yeah, he got his. Uh, he got his. What he kicked three goals this past week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He's, yes, he's had big raps. I, I didn't know where he's from. I didn't know exactly mm-hmm. where he's from. It yeah. surprised me. Yeah. Okay, so we are both going for the Bulldogs in that game. Uh, Tony Davis, if you're listening, sir, I apologize for that. Uh, but uh, it's just the way it is, man. I'm sorry. Uh, so we've got up next, you've got the Sydney Swans and the Fremantle Dockers. And the Swans have won three in a row. And the Dockers, 
have lost two. They've won three out of five, but they've actually lost two out of their last three. So, yeah, you know, they won. Last okay. Home. Yeah. yeah we, you know, you saw, you know, in the Cats game, you know, Sean Darcy left the game with uh, some sort of some some sort of knee discomfort. And I, and he's not showing up on the injury list. So I don't know if he's OK. You know, I think he's, mm. you know, he's a, a you know, Very huge, important. hugely important player for Fremantle. Yes. But, you know, I think and the Swans, they're going to be without four players because they've got four players that went to the uh, oh. uh, Australia, France uh, rugby test that are still going to have to sit out this week because oh, okay. somebody well, tested positive. So they, you know, That's Callum Mills, Callum Mills, yeah. Callum Sinclair, Colin O'Riordan, and Harry yeah. Cunningham are all so that, exempt that from playing this back, week. That brings it back to a, a closer game, like closer yeah. game. Um, it's that's not much between the two sides. Then it's, it's probably just basically, you know, who who gets out at the start and and who can. Uh, probably not much between the two sides. All oh, depends how free I, how free I go, how they travel. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Really, I think you would go Sydney, but. Uh, if Frio come up to really play, it could turn into a, a close contest. You'd probably then you've said those four outs. It does. It makes a big difference from Sydney uh, for important players. Um, you'd still, you'd probably still lean to, to, to Sydney. Yeah, that's um, what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm doing there. So um, we're gonna we're gonna skip to the last game, and then we'll come back to the one that we both want to talk about. We're gonna skip ahead to Essendon and GWS. And again, you know, another must-win game here. You know, GWS has to win this game. You know, they're sitting at number twelve right now. They're they're seven, nine, and one. They're they've got thirty points, and uh, the the eight spot right now has thirty-two. You know, and they've got a halfway decent percentage. They've got a percentage of ninety-five and a half, but it's still it's uh, it's nine points behind Essendon's right now, but only two and, and a half. GWS has still got what's his name? The captain out too. Is he still out through COVID? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Can- Canelio. Uh, well, he's not the captain yet. He might be next year. Canelio came back. Can- uh, Stephen oh, yeah. Canelio came back last week, but yeah, Toby Green and uh, Matt yeah. and Matt DeBoer are both going to be out again this week as well. So, yeah. you know, I think Thanks the GWS is going to struggle. To, you know, that's going to impact their offense now. Got to lean towards Essendon. Yeah, to lean towards yeah, this. and that that's one game. I I'll be I, I have to admit I did not yet watch the uh, the GWS and Sydney game from last week, but I, I am going to watch that one yet this week because it was, you know, Sydney yeah. or GWS went out to I think what was it a 20, 26 yeah, point lead, and then Sydney ended up still beating him by thirty one points. So, yeah, yeah right. you know, seeing that that march back is going to be something. You know, fun to watch. You know, for the Swans, and I and I definitely want to watch that before I, I sit down to do that interview up uh, coming up here on Thursday. So, you know, Essendon is uh, you know they've won a couple games in a row. They've got a very solid percentage. Their percentage is like, what is it like six or six or eight points better than uh, uh, the Eagles, which are above them. Six, they have six and a half points better than the Eagles. I think they do. Uh, They've been a bit quiet. What I've seen, I think they might be due for one. I think due for a, a, a big points. For for Essendon, so you're yeah. going you you're going to go with Essendon on I'd this go, one. I'd, I'd lean towards Essendon because okay. of uh, the plays out for Jim Jim Essendon. Yeah, I think I think that Yeah, I think that I think Essendon's going to take this one as well. And uh, this is again where I have to take a moment, and uh, you know, this is kind of where I have to make that that public admission. Okay, yes, I'm tipping Edison, Edison. Edison, not the guy that invented the light bulb. And he was actually born about 20 miles from where I live here, actually about 15 miles. Um, 
I'm going with Essendon here, and this is where I have to publicly announce every time I do this. Yes, Essendon is in the eighth spot right now, and yes, I tipped Essendon to finish 17th this year, okay? There, I've done my mea culpa again this week. And of course, I didn't even have Melbourne in the top eight at all, so I skipped my mea culpa there. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Essendon on that one as well. Yeah, I just, you know, I... It, you know, when I did my tips back in, in early March before the season started, I just, you know... You know, Melbourne, Melbourne had Melbourne hadn't showed me a whole heck of a lot last year. I thought they really underachieved and I didn't think that that was going to turn around too quickly. So I've been very I've been very pleasantly surprised with the way that they played. I mean, they have they they played some terrific footy. They've got, you know, arguably the best midfield and the best ruck in the comp. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, you know, uh, I I should say the best ruck for getting around the ground, I should say, you know, and, you know, because it's like there's three Max Gons on the ground. You know, one minute, one minute he's, you know, he's hitting a ball out in the defensive 50 and, you know, yeah. th- 30 seconds later, he's down, you know, taking a mark in yeah. the, you know, in the forward 50. And it's just, yeah, well, you know, for somebody his Jackson. size, he moves well. Yeah. yeah he's got that Jackson for backup and he makes, gives him a lot of confidence to play mm-hmm. his own game. And he's, yep. got, he's got another one backup, yep. good backup. Okay. So here is the the second game of the round or the second biggest game of the round I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because our club is playing we we hopefully, have hopefully hopefully the one we want Craig that the result but uh it's gonna be interesting isn't it I hopefully we play hopefully I left the score on my last phone when it finished and I did a snapshot of it and I, I couldn't wait for the game to come around again um the scores left on the screen. So yeah. I'm hoping, so if anywhere near that, I'll be very happy just to win, just to win, be happy. But I, I think it's important to, well, it's going to be a good game because they, they've got incentive, obviously, to, 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 to play finals. So they've, they've got a lot more, although we, we need to keep to keep that too. Or, you know, we need to keep winning and they, they want to keep, they, they, they're, they're going to be hungrier than us. So I've looked at where the, the positions are and they're, 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 they have to go all out. There's no doubt about that. Right, they're right. going to lose, they've lost their best player, Dusty, but that but that doesn't matter. They're, 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 if they go all out, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, they're going to be hard to beat. So yes. we're going to have to play very, yes. very well to beat them too. You're you are right there, yes, and it's you know they they've they've they're trying to scrape their way back into the eight. You know, Dusty yeah. Martin's done for the rest of the year. Um, but Cotchin, these bikes, you know, he's been you know, down a bit. You know, Co- Cotchin is he has struggled this year. He's not played terribly well this year. You know, it's you know, he's not played as you know we've we've seen him play in the past. But but you know, Jack Rewalt turned back the clock last week. You know, six goals in his three hundredth game. And it, it's, yeah. it's, and it's a shame that he wasn't able to do that in front of his, you know, friends and family. It's kind of now this, you know, the, the, the cats, I was going to say the cats are, and, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, hang on one second. Let me go ahead and do this here. Uh, the cats are uh, going to be hosting the Richmond Tigers at the MCG. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to just go ahead and drop that little, uh, Drum roll there, yeah. yes, because you know the cats said, uh, "Well, why can't we play this one at home since there aren't any fans in the AFL?" Said we don't have enough no. signage, Craig. Judo, we don't have enough signage. So, did they did they take signs down during the uh, quarantine? Because, and I'm being uh, sarcastic here because I, they've I got know, the they've got the same damn amount of signs up now that they had the last time they played a home game there. The last time that they sent 
Sydney and West Coast there. Guess what? The same amount of signs there then as they have now. That's ridiculous. It's 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 asinine. In fact, you know, it's not it's not. And I've I've coined a new word. It's not asinine. It's asatine. Okay, it's one more than asinine. you know, and and I and I understand the uh, you know, everybody says, well, you, oh, well, you know, the grand finals played at the MCG, so you have to be able to learn how to win at the, on the MCG. And I and I and you know, I you know what, you know, what they, you know what, they beat us in the grand final. There's no dusty. What a great opportunity for us to say. And every time they get beaten now is like a, a, a like that stake you say about putting mm-hmm. a stake in their heart. Every time they get beaten, that's like putting a stake in their heart. What great opportunity for any club, let alone Geelong Football Club, to do that after last year, like if you're thinking about the result the players. Well, you, you don't need – you wouldn't need any more incentive. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's how yeah, I and, and I, yeah, and, and I And I hope that – you know, quite frankly, I, I hope that the – yeah, I hope the cats and, and and again this this is the uh, this is the cat supporter and me whinging here a little bit. Okay, now yeah, if you're a okay. Richmond supporter and you're listening to this uh, and you saw some of the posts that I had on Twitter, now Chris, I don't think you're on Twitter, Twitter. Um, but I uh, I spent a little bit of time. Yeah, I'm starting to get my feedback there. Um, I, I I spent a little bit of time yeah. giving the the Tiger supporters a hard time back in May when they were complaining about having to play their home game against the Giants at Marvel Stadium. So, yeah, this is a uh, this is a game that I think that Geelong should win. But, Chris, I agree with you. I think this is a game that's going to be probably more competitive than we think because, you know, you know, this is a club that's won three out of the last four championships, okay, the last three, three out of the last four premierships. They're missing some key pieces, okay? But they've discovered some uh, young Mr. Choll had a terrific game this past week. You know, how do the Cats deal with the three talls that they're going to be playing, quite frankly? Yeah. How do we match up with them? Because, you know, if that's what they end up doing, that could work out. You know, that could be something really interesting for the the Tigers to do is just, you know, drop three talls into the forward 50 and just, you know, continually – bomb the ball into the forward 50 and try to go ahead and get as many, you know, marks on these tall well, players as they blitz. possibly can and try to, well, that's we true, but, you, yeah. but you've got, got you've got also, but, but you've got, you know, you got Rewalt, you've got Lynch, you've got Chole coming in there as well, who had a monster game this past week. I mean, it's going to be a, it, it's going to be a tough thing to, to figure out yeah. how to defend because, you know, Richmond's going to certainly have to adjust the way they play the game without having Dusty there. Now this is going to give you know Shea Bolton a huge opportunity, but it's also going to put a hell of a lot more pressure on him because every side that plays Richmond the rest of the way through the season knows they don't have to figure out how do we compensate for having Dusty out here on the ground. Who do we put on him to kind of keep an eye on him, or who you know, and again, or who do we tag him with? So now Bolton is going to get a lot of that attention, I think, in the midfield. Okay. So I, I, I do think the Cats are going to win this one by a couple of the goals, but I, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, yeah. Do do I hope that the Cats win this one by 50 points? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I do. Yeah. You know, I you mentioned the stake thing. What I hope has happened here um, this week, I hope that the whatever the lubrication stuff that they put on Tom on Tom Hawkins' arms, I hope they have mixed in. I hope they have mixed in some garlic juice. <laughs> to stick with the, the whole vampire theme there, okay? I hope they've mixed in some garlic juice, 
you know, to put on his arms, to put on uh, Asaba Radigalia's arms, who was, you know, great move that they signed him to a new uh, new contract for I another could, two I years. They could walk around for a few crosses, Craig, you know, just well, then, put underneath the arm, you know, and just suddenly attack him with, but, you know. Like, well, that's, yeah, yeah but that's. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm amazed that that's actually legal for them to put that stuff on their arms. I, I I'm amazed that that hasn't been ruled out yet because that that's you know that 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 well, sort of I'm, thing is is kind of interesting that, that they even allow that to happen. When um Brown used to play, used to play with this super this glue stuff, he used to put on his hands and is that uh, Jonathan Brown? Uh, no, no, Brown Brown um did oh, big Dermot Brereton. Uh, Okay, he used okay. to put glue, glue stuff on his hands. They'd like stick was supposed to stick, but mm-hmm. that was on your hands for the for the footy, for, for, of course. And of course, yeah. So yeah, there is a lot when you watch them. They all look as though they've had that much on. That's not funny, isn't it? Yeah, it um, does. They, they asked Tui. They asked Tui. Did you catch when they asked Tui? And he said, "I don't need that stuff." He said, "Look, look, look at me." He goes, "You know, he just made a crack that he's got that many muscles. Doesn't matter. It was, it was funny." <laughs> It just kind of sticks in the muscles, yeah. So we we agreed, we agreed on six games, and we disagreed on three. We disagreed on Adelaide and Hawthorne, <laughs> Gold Coast and Brisbane, and Carlton and North Melbourne. So you know, three of the kind of toss up games we disagreed yeah. on there. So that was, uh, yeah. Well, I guess you could argue Brisbane and Gold Coast is not technically a toss up game, but uh, cool. So you know what? I appreciate you coming on today to go through the tips with me here. This was a lot of fun doing this instead of me just talking about this. So I'm the person that recommended that in the survey that I sent out. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I think you responded in that survey as well, but I want to do a, uh, I want to do a zoom call with everybody that was on that, that has, uh, has, you know, responded to that survey and, uh, and talk to those folks and see if they've got some ideas on how things get, you know, how things can improve on the podcast there. So that was a huge help. So whoever mentioned this, I like this. So I'm going to have to try to line up somebody to sit down and do tips with here as we go through the rest of the season. Now it may have to come earlier in the week than I want it to, you know, cause again, we don't know the sides in terms of who's in or who's out yet, but we're going based upon the information that we have right now. So folks, I want to thank, uh, Chris Hickey for coming on today. Chris, this was a heck of a lot of fun, man. This was, uh, I, I, like I said, I truly enjoyed doing this uh, and having this discussion to talk through the tips this week. And it's, uh, you you are a pioneer here. You're on the ground floor with this because I think I'm going to do this for the next uh, rounds 20 through 23 this year and uh, and uh, see how this goes and maybe try to have a guest, guest tipper next season yeah. as well. That sounds good. I think it's a great idea. So you have a fantastic afternoon, sir. I'm going to be getting, I'm going to be getting myself in the shower here and getting myself ready to head to bed. We're getting ready to have a thunderstorm here. So I need to turn off some electronics and unplug a few things before they blow up on me. So have yourself a fantastic evening. All right. No worries. Thanks, Craig. Okay. You bet. Thanks a bunch, man. Cheers. This is Craig Wessels from a yank on the footy. And I shall talk to you very soon, ladies and gentlemen. 